All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit Podcast. This is the uh, end of the year uh, listener appreciation episode, man. Um, so this is uh, this is our Pursuit Podcast unplugged is what I joked about before we started recording. <laughs> so again, welcome to the show. Uh, we wanted to take a moment. If you're listening to this, we're right off of Christmas or just past Christmas. Um, so Ben and I are going to be out, you know, be, spending time with our families and, and doing all that end of the year seasonal holiday stuff. So we wanted to get together and uh, just kind of talk about how our season is going or has gone so far this year, you know, what we're up to outside of talking to our guests, just kind of more or less just on the personal side. And, um, you know, appreciate our listeners too, man, because I think this has been something that before we get into our season stuff, this has been something that we just kind of threw on the wall and it stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've I've wanted personally to do it for a long time. Um and we really appreciate everyone listening and watching and uh it's been fun you know it's it's something that we weren't sure about when we started out but uh, we've got some great guests we've had some great guests on and we've got some great guests coming down the road so uh, we hope you're excited about that we are um for sure and again we just i mean personally for me i want to say thank you for listening and watching and uh, we really put a lot of time and effort into making the videos as well as we can and, you know, making sure the audio levels are good and uh, we appreciate all the support. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So our first episode, believe it or not, February 7th of 2022, February. So I know that we had talked about it probably in that November, December timeframe beforehand. And it took a while to get things approved, you know, just the corporate structure and, and making sure that money is being well spent and, um, as an update, not that numbers really matter to us, but I think it's important to let people know, um, by the time you guys are hearing this, we're going to hit 11,000 downloads. Yeah. And you know, and to think of that 11,000 people have listened to us talk to some really cool guests. It just blows me away. blows me away every time I look at that. So again, thank you for all the listeners. Um, you know, before we get too far, man, too, let's, uh, let's dive in and talk about our season a little bit. I know you just had some recent success. You guys will hear a little bit more about that next year when we have a really, really special guest on, but give you a little bit of a uh, little bit uh, insider information here. Let's go ahead and start talking about uh, your hunting season so far and, and uh, the success that you had recently. Yeah. Um, so my bow hunting season this year has been kind of rough. I don't, it's, it's, you know, I've gotten out a couple times, but, um, you know, just don't have the time right now to devote, you know, three, four days a week to hunt after work or, you know, whatever. Uh, so, um, one of our buddies here at work, Nate, he, uh, we go squirrel hunting at his family's farm at least once or twice a year. Um, and he, he knew what was going on. So he invited me to go gun hunting down at his family farm. And I took him up on the offer and I was successful. I, uh, shot my first year very happy. You know, um, we were honestly on a doe hunt, Yeah, a little bit of comedy behind it, but, uh, um, we, we went out, I think we hiked about a mile in. Um, it was raining, the wind was blowing and honestly, we didn't think we were going to see anything. So, uh, very thankful that one walked out and really my hunt didn't last very long. It was, uh, very quick. We hiked in, we got set up and under a minute, he was, you know, whispering. He's like, Hey, there's a deer behind you. So, I mean, it was very fast. And I think it was like 88 yards 
and I shot it with a Savage Axis II 350 Legend. Shout out, Wes. Honestly, the the caliber is crazy. You know, um, I thought it was going to run off, but it just dropped Drop, right dropped. in his tracks. He didn't move. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know. He said he didn't move. So I think that's important to say, too. Yeah. So, so yeah, we didn't get to that part yet. But basically, it was raining. It was early still. You know, it was light, but it was, uh, you know, still blue light out. Yep. You know, yep. um, early morning. <clears throat> so the deer came out. I saw him thought it was a doe honestly you know lined up my shot basically i wasn't looking for antlers i was trying to make a good shot yeah at that point you you had every tag available to you so yeah i I mean (laughs) the the mantra brown it's down was definitely running through your head yeah basically i had a tag i wanted to get it done i was on a meat hunt it wasn't about anything else sure so um yeah not even just a meat hunt but an accomplishment hunt too yeah, first one yeah. ever. Yeah, you know, um, chopsticks. Yeah, so <laughs> old Jake. Yeah, so we uh, actually that was my brother that came up with that. Oh, Aiden, did he? my Aiden. stepbrother. Yeah, he he came up with the name, but essentially, you know, I I shot the deer. It was down. Um, you know, we gave it enough time. We walked up on it, and about halfway to the deer, Nate's like, "Hey, uh, just a heads up." we're known for spike bucks out here. So, uh, <laughs> and you know, there it was, yeah, we walked up and it happened to be a spike buck. So, uh, really I'm, I'm happy with whatever I get. I'm not really trying to hunt for a trophy deer Sure. at this point. Um, now don't get me wrong. If a 10 point or yeah, a 12 point, oh, of from, I'm going to fling an arrow or take a shot. So, um, just like everybody else, but, uh, I'm not going to pass up a deer. Yeah. You know, yeah. If it walks out in front of me. So yeah, I'm thankful for Nate. Um, you know, it was a great opportunity yeah. to go out there. It was very quick. And, and also that afternoon we sat out and I, I helped him yep. get a doe. So, yep. uh, I think we were out there for maybe 45 minutes for his hunt. Um, but I just got to sit and relax and look through my binos and, you know, um, I was lucky enough to get a set of vortex binos this year and a range finder. So I was able to help him, um, those were the diamondbacks, right? Yeah. The diamondback HD 10 by 42 binos and the diamondback HD rangefinder. I think it's a 2000. Yeah. HD 2000. Yeah. So those are very nice. And, uh, I was happy to be able to just sit back and relax and, and help him range his deer. And, you know, that's awesome. Make sure that it wasn't another spike buck walking in. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Yeah." laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, that, that, as far as it goes right now, that's, that was my hunting season and I'm going to continue to bow hunt. Yep. Of course. Hopefully get another doe. Um, it feels but, so good to get that deer off your shoulders though, too, because yeah. it's like, and I've talked about it, I guess on some podcasts too, but we, we, I don't, you're not so much of a victim of it. I, I struggle with it, but I feel like this unnecessary pressure to to perform you know given where we work and what we do and how we do it um there's like this unnecessary pressure to to harvest an animal but uh, you know you're really you're really good at it in terms of like you know i'm going to shoot what i'm going to shoot it is what it is this is my life my life isn't the same as somebody else and so Mm -hmm. kudos to you man for having that mindset on there too thank you uh you know it's it's just something that like we've talked about on the first episode i'm not a deer hunter. Yeah. This is, you know, I think my second season last season, I, you know, ate tag soup. Yeah. We so both, for, we both, we for, both did. for me, it's, uh, it's more important to make a clean shot and fill the freezer. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and and like, going back to just your mantra and just how you live your life too, like everything is very methodical, um, almost to a detriment at times. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're the kind of guy that's not going to do something half-assed. Perfectionist. And perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that comes down even to the shot, you know, to, your, you know, if there's a 160, 70 inch deer at 36 yards and you don't feel comfortable with shooting it, it that arrow is not getting slung. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, that takes a lot to, to do that and to perform under that pressure. It, it might happen down the road. Like, um, you know, the more practice you get, the more sure. you shoot out the 60 yards, you get more comfortable with a shot like that. But yeah. Honestly, right now, uh, with my skill level, I'm I'm pretty green in the archery department. So, um, you know, inside of 30 yards is going to be the yeah the distance for me. That's where I'm comfortable. And again, it just goes back to the ethical shot. I want to make sure it's going to be a quick, clean kill, and I don't want to have to worry about uh, the animal suffering. No, oh, you know? for sure. And I think tying back in, that's a perfect segue to kind of what my season's been like a little bit too. So. You know, I went out early October with uh, Taylor Honert, uh, who's on our pro staff team. You guys have heard him on this podcast at least a couple times, I think, at this point, and um, or at least heard us talk about him. And uh, you know, we uh, he put me on a, a hang on stand, which as a saddle guy was a whole new experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been in ladder stands and stuff. I actually brought my saddle with me uh, to use. That was my safety harness, if you will, and uh, I had a probably i'd say he was 110 maybe 120 inch little basket eight point nothing crazy and uh i mean again i'm, I'm kind of green into this as well mm-hmm. you know I've, I've taken deer i haven't taken a buck yet but i've kind of held myself to a certain standard where i don't want to shoot anything that like like i want it to be respectable you yeah. know what i mean like i feel like I'm, I'm i'm knowledgeable enough at this point not to shoot something super small mm-hmm. not that i'm trying to like you know, shoot two hundreds or whatever, but you know, you, you get where I'm talking yep. about <clears throat> something that I'd be proud to proud to have. And you know, people would be proud. Um, not that there's anything wrong with shooting again, a spike, but, uh, he walked in and, you know, I hadn't really hunted over corn before. Like when the deer I've taken in the past, haven't been over corn. And so, um, I jumped the gun and, uh, and probably should have waited a little bit until he was closer to feeding. And I sent one right over his back. I mean, I joked, I have the ultra view, uh, scope, uh, for my, for my site. And, uh, there's a four minute timer on that, uh, <laughs> battery. It's nice. Cause you have a battery. So that low light situation, I mean, we're talking early October, Yeah, this was like six, six thirty. I, you know, I can't remember when it gets dark, but we were pretty close to being dark right after that. It was basically, it was, you know, maybe 30 minutes after that, it was, um, getting towards the end of legal shooting light and, uh, the timer went out. Not to mention you have buck fever, you're shaking, you know, it was a 25 yard shot. And then a stand that you're not used to shooting out of. It's a yeah. little bit different. Now, yeah, I will say though, hunting out of a hang on stand was really nice. Like I look, I like my saddle, but just the comfort of it and crossing your feet and just hanging up there and having the extra room, but the timer went out. And so, you know, at that point you're at full draw and unlike you, you probably would have just let down. I was like, sling it. And of course I missed. And, um, you know, he actually came back into the corn, but not never close enough to get a follow up shot. So I had missed and that very next, that was Friday night, I believe, or Friday. And then, uh, luckily enough, Noah and, uh, Noah Barnett and Ethan Featheroff, who are both on pro staff team, they run Feathernet outdoors on YouTube, Instagram, all that good stuff. Great guys. 
uh, Noah had taken a deer that same day. Mm. And, um, so I went that next morning and took pictures for him out in the field, you know, nice prop studio, studio type shots, if you will. And we were got to talking about the experience and he goes, Hey, come, you know, we have some does on this property that we want to try to manage. Come, let's come get your mind right. Let's come, you know, I need, I needed that redemption hunt to kind of settle down the fact that, you know, that I, cause you know, very well, I can make a 25 yard shot. Mm. I mean, I, I practice archery more than anybody that I know. And, uh, so we did. And, um, it was middle of October at this point. I think it was like, well, no, yeah, it was October, October 17th, I think is when I shot it. So that gives you a time frame. Uh, first year that came in without antlers was going to get an arrow and, uh, they had a really cool spot. Again, we, we did a ladder hunt. Noah filmed it. I haven't, we haven't put that video together yet. Um, 15 yard shot, cut the heart, both lungs. It died and it fell forward and I range find it. It was 24 yards. So that was like, yeah. like I, yeah. after I was done with that, there was still the, the other, the other smaller deer were still hanging around. He ended up being a button buck, you know, it was just far enough that you couldn't really tell. And uh first one out of a saddle, first one with that 33 inch bow out of a saddle, which I thought was going to be potentially a challenge. Um, luckily I set it up on my left hand side, which as you know, is that strong side for mm. the archery shot when you're hunting out of a saddle. If you're in a saddle, you always want to set up your shot if you can to be on your left side if you're right-handed or your right side if you're left-handed because that's the the easiest way to grab your bow, pull it out. There's no twisting or anything. Um, Drilled them. uh, Like I said, 24 yards. Ended up being a button buck. I was super excited um, and just thankful for that opportunity because you've seen some of the clips that they filmed. I got emotional after that. Mm -hmm. And it was because the last four deer I've shot at I've missed two of which you were with me, um, you know, that buck. And then the rut last year, I I mean, 130 inch deer and it was right over top of his back. It hit a stick. Yeah. I was going to say, I think you hit a stick on, on that one. Yeah. And it was just like, damn it, man. Like you're in the right spot, but you, you know what you need to look for. You know where you need to hunt. You just can't connect. And so that was super fun super fun to get. And I'm really thankful for them because unlike you, that didn't count towards my buck total this year. Mm. <laughs> so, yep. so like you, I'm definitely, you know, we're getting a, you know, as you guys hear this, we've already had the cold front that's supposedly coming through here in a couple of days. Um, you know, we're recording this on Wednesday, you know, we're supposed to have a, like a 30 degree drop this yeah, weekend. It's going to be uh eight degrees yeah. or something. Yeah. So, you know, strap on that, uh, that mobile warming vest, throw mm-hmm. on my, my cold weather gear, you know, my alpha burly pros and hope for the best with some hand warmers and try to get out there. I mean, it's funny, you know, we, right before we came down here, everyone was talking about how, you know, Oh, I don't know if I can make it to work or it's going to be cold. Can you believe this temperature? And I'm like, Ben, it's going to be a cold front. It's going to be super cold. If we can handle it, there's going to be deer on their feet. Yeah. In daylight. Let's, I can't wait. And so we're actually both taking off on Friday Yeah, and, uh, I'm excited for that too, but that's just kind of like real quick, like the rundown. So again, I'm still, I'm still deer hunting, you know, I'm still buck hunting. Um, there's a couple deer that made it through, uh, at least on my trail cameras and made it through, uh, the gun seasons. Now, whether or not they're there at daylight, that's a whole nother question, but we're still after it, man. All right, well, we're going to take a uh, quick break from the uh, the Unplugged podcast right there, if you will. Ben typically doesn't join me on these uh, commercial reads, so it's fun to have someone else in here. But 
We can't go any further without mentioning our great sponsor, Toby Burdett with Burdett Taxidermy and Legends Big Game Recovery. You know, Toby has been a sponsor from us ever really since uh, started. Since his episode. Yeah, yeah, since his episode. Before we even left, he wanted to get in on what we got. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was really humbling for us to have someone that wanted to, you know, give us money and to talk yeah. about his product. It was just like, sure. <laughs> yeah. And he does great work. He's a solid guy. You know, I, you know, I have to say like the first time I ever met him, it was like, we were buddies, you know, he's yeah. that type of guy. He's a good dude. Sure. You know, and with the big game recovery and crushed the taxidermy, it. He's, crushing it. he's killing it this year. So he's crushing it. Yeah. I talked to him the other day and, um, he may not want me to say this, but he had over 200 whitetail. We, so he actually took, and, and you'll hear later on, uh, depending on when we drop this episode or drop this commercial, but, uh, he has the the hide of the deer that I shot this mm-hmm. year. Is that really small button buck? And, um, I'm actually going to give it to my son for like his room. And so Toby actually has the hide and he's getting it tanned for me right now. And when I brought my son over to drop it off and my daughter, I should say they, uh, they were enamored by all the stuff that he had I me mean, dude. He had nothing was in forms yet. He hadn't gotten all his forms yet. Everything was just kind of laying out. He had all the, the skull caps hanging up on his garage and stuff. And it was just like, he's got a, a turkey. So we got some of that, the taxidermy behind us. Um, he's got a turkey that's sitting on the roost goblin. And he's like, dude, if someone doesn't pick that up, you guys can buy it off of me. I'm like, I might <laughs> dude. It's a full, full body mount turkey goblin on a piece of wood, like a limb. It's sweet. I need to get out there and see the place. I've never been out there. It's really cool. Really cool place. Right there at his house too, man. So like he he gets right after it. So again, thanks to Toby for sponsoring us. And if you're in the market for taxidermy, you know, whether you want a Euro mount, you got that lifetime buck this year, you want to get it shoulder mounted, give him a call. His phone number is 740-281-6435. Tell him that we sent you and we really appreciate it. And let's get back into the episode. Let's go into, uh, again, this is the uh, Pursuit Podcast Unplugged. Um, let's go into what we got coming up for next year. I mean, we got some, we had a super cool guest on. I can't wait for you guys to hear this. Like, this is like childhood idol type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool guy, down to earth. Um, um, we're obviously not going to say it on here, but um, very thankful for the uh, opportunity to talk to this guy. Um you know, he was super down to earth, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's going to be more like it. Mm-hmm. And there are more like it. And that's, I guess, what I wanted to say, too. Um, so as a business and what we talked about when we first started getting on this podcast is that we have a lot of connections in this industry just based on the fact that we sell their products. Um, I don't want every episode to be an advertisement for a company, but I feel like at the same time, there's certain people and certain companies that deserve our time and deserve your guys' time ultimately in terms of listening. So we really try to weed that out and uh, we'd be remiss to not shout out Ramsey. Yeah. Uh, huge thank you, Ramsey. And yeah. And the MBS team, which is a, a national group of pe- people, if you will, that all these businesses are a part of. And he's uh, we've, we're working on some really cool stuff, not only in the hunting space. Um, you know, we got some names out there for the shooting space as well as, you know, come springtime, we're going to hit the fishing stuff really hard. There's a lot of really cool fishing guests. I know you're just like itching, uh, yeah. itching, ready to get all the insider tips <clears throat> from them. We haven't locked in the details yet, but I have a, a pretty big one I'm excited about. I just, I told you about yesterday. Mm-hmm. I've just locked a guest in for, you know, the fishing side. Uh, that's going to be a, a sweet one. Um, you know, 
this guy has personally affected my life, sure. you know, from a learning standpoint. So I'm very excited to have him on. We haven't ironed out the details yet, but yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, we have some plans to, ha- you know, have some big names in the fishing world. Um, we just need to start knocking them down. Yeah. Yep. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's some, like I said, this, we just wanted to come on and, uh, and first of all, just appreciate you guys listening and gals listening to our episode, you know, just knowing that 11,000 people this year have wanted to hear uh, two schmoes talk about hunting and fishing <laughs> and, and have different guests. I mean, I think I pulled together all the States that we've of people that we've talked to. And I think we're like, in the thirties now, mm-hmm. like 30 different States that people have come from or visit us on virtually to talk on. And it's just wild to me that this industry is as big as it is. And it's just like, you know, it's just such a part of people's lives, this industry that we're in hunting, fishing and shooting. Like it's so small at the same time. Like we can, you know, just getting some of the guests that we've had on, it's just like, man, I don't even feel like I should be talking to you, but here you are standing there staring at me. Yeah, yeah, especially the the gentleman we were talking about a minute ago. Like, yeah, what am I doing talking to this guy? <laughs> so, I'll just like, I'll just say it. So on the not who it is, but on January, what has that been? Let me pull up the calendar again to the Pursuit Podcast unplugged here. I think it's January tenth. January tenth. You're gonna want to listen to that episode. Um we got a guest from Georgia that it was super cool and we went on. I think that's going to be almost a two hour podcast. It was a long one. Yeah. So definitely uh, look that up. But that leads me to my next point too. You know, when we air this, we, we want to kind of get a feel of what you guys, the listeners want to listen to, you know, who are these people that you want to, again, we have a lot of connections in the industry just on the fact that we sell a lot of product and, Typically, we can get just about anybody from a manufacturer that's sponsored. So if there's a name out there, whether it's fishing, hunting, shooting, let us know. You know, send us a message on Instagram or Facebook or, or I mean, I think we're even on TikTok. So send us a message on those platforms. Email us at thepursuitpodcast at vanceoutdoors.com. You know, we want to try to tailor this show to ultimately give the listeners a better experience. And so, you know, let us know. You know, I think... Here's what we'll do. When we drop this, as you guys are listening, head over to our Instagram page. We'll have uh, one of those uh, little, um, what are they, little question boxes, if you will. Yep. Head over to our Instagram page. Uh, if you're listening, Vance Outdoors Inc. on INC on Instagram. We'll put a uh, we'll put a story or something up. How's that sound? And go yep. uh, over there. Drop in who you want to talk about or a topic that you want to talk about. We can kind of find maybe a uh, a resident expert on that topic. You know, we're going to be having, you know, some turkey talk, fishing talk, all that good stuff. So head over to that account and, or, or any of our accounts to send us a message and hear what you guys want to talk about. Yeah, it should be cool. I mean, uh, you know, we, like Jordan said, we want to tailor it to what you want to hear. Um, so whether it be gear or like, what if you're into squirrel hunting? Yeah. What if you want to learn yeah. about squirrel dogs? Like I, I would love to have a squirrel dog. Sure. Um, you know, we could have Dan back on or have somebody else and it could be finding, finding shrooms. Yeah. You know yeah. Talk about? I mean, we got, we got people that are diehard mushroom hunters too. Mm-hmm. Like anything that relates to being outside, like hit us up. Yep. You know, it's uh we try to put, the, like I said, we try to put the best guests we possibly can on each week for you guys. And, um, you know, we want to continue doing that as we get into 2023. So, 
that's all I had for him, man. Again, thank you guys for listening. We really, really, really appreciate it. I mean, from the bottom of our hearts, you know, we, we do this. We put a lot of sweat equity and time in front of our computers. And, you know, even at home, you know, to my wife's uh, <laughs> detriment to myself, maybe. But, um, you know, we put a lot of time into this. And we really appreciate you guys listening. And, uh, you know, we hope you had a great Christmas. We hope you have a great New Year. And we look forward to talking to you guys again in 2023.